following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio station strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to our live stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in America where you get mobile service. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer on this Wednesday. I'm on the west side of Grand Rapids with our affiliate, 961 The Game. I'm at Mission Field, which is in the backyard of the Augustans on the west side of Grand Rapids. It's an amazing little mini Fenway Park wiffle ball field. And they're just set to conclude their eighth annual Mission Field wiffle ball tournament. They have the younger division, the older division. Uh, They also use these two days to help raise money and also goods for mission trips to Haiti to help children and families in need. This year, uh, they had the neighborhood uh, donate backpacks. I'm looking at a couple of hundred backpacks. 200 players, 40 teams. Just amazing. And then we thought about, hey, maybe next year they do a senior slash media division. I'll have to ask Mark Augustin about that when he joins us. Him, his wife, his extended family, his father, Jim, one of the great college referees and officials in NCAA history. He was here, Mark's mother, just an awesome neighborhood. And I know I opened the show talking about all the great people I met, like the Kepkeys. Just good people. The neighborhood still means something. Kids growing up, wiffle ball. We all want to be a kid. Muller, my old producer, stopped by with his wife, Wendy, his two children, his mom from Middleville. He's in town for a week, moved to Pittsburgh, I think about seven years ago. Now a CPA, doing very well. And Pittsburgh in love and life with his family. He said, if there's a senior division next year, I'm in. And I thought, you know what? We need a senior division. Not as big, not going to do the 20 teams on every side, but maybe eight teams and get some media uh, partners right in the West Michigan area for a wiffle ball tournament. So we need a team name if it happens. I thought, you know what? Take some nominations. We're not doing it on air. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, or the quickest way, opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. And you can drop a potential huge show, Wiffle Ball team name. Bob, uh, a listener, said the perfect name is the Homers, the Michigan Homers. Okay. Hashtag is Tuck got to win, Bob. The Michigan Homers. Really? Yeah, we'll get maize and blue shirts if we're in the senior division for the ninth Annual Mission Field Wiffle Ball Tournament next year. Not going to happen. The Michigan Homers. No way. And try and keep them, you know, I mean, 
family friendly. If you nominate them, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word Huge out of 21,000. That text chain, I just looked at a couple of the other names. MSU sucks. That, that should be our team name. Great. Really? That should be our wiffle ball team name, MSU Sucks. Uh, it's almost football season. I can feel it. Michigan State fans are nervous. Michigan fans are thinking about a national championship. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. One of our Michigan insiders is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, Anthony? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, so the preview mag... When you put it together with the team, you, Clayton, Chris, and the crew did a great job. Uh, what was uh, now the finished product, and it's just people are going crazy for it with all the expectations for Harbaugh and the Wolverines and also what the team has done uh, the last two years. Then go to the Wolverine.com to find out more. What, what was the most surprising thing as you guys all put together your different sections, pieces, articles uh, about that magazine that maybe tells you Michigan – will go win that national championship or gives you a moment to pause? Yeah, I think, I mean, first off, I would say this is a, we've talked about this before on here too, where there are just so many known commodities on this team right now. So in in doing this preview, like I can't say there were a ton of things that were unexpected, but that's also maybe one of the biggest things that this team has going for it is that we know they're going to be extremely talented on offense. We know that they are going to be, probably a little more explosive and athletic on the defensive side of the ball. We know they're deep in a lot of spots. So uh, for me, I think it's um, less surprises and more just clarity. Uh, you know, when, when you put together a, a publication like that, you kind of have to step away from, you know, the maize and blue colored glasses and, and look at things a little more analytically. And I think objectively speaking and subjectively speaking, this has a chance to be the best team that Michigan has had under Jim Harbaugh so far. And, for me, I mean, I guess if there's something I was surprised by, it's that um, really all of us, when we did the stat predictions, pretty much everyone said 12-0, and 0, except for Ballas, who said 11-1, and 1, which is fine and probably mathematically closer to what's possible for them. Um, but everyone's kind of on the same page with them. And, uh, you know, a couple guys picked Michigan to win it all. I did not, uh, just simply because I just think the talent down south is just a little bit better uh, with some of those SEC schools, but um, this is going to be a damn good football team, and I- I'm not obviously not surprised by that. That's something we've been saying all off season. but uh, to go through that process and kind of look at it more analytically and reaffirm the things that we think we know, um, that's kind of what that process was like for me. Is this a better football team on paper right now going into this season than a year ago for Harbaugh? That's a tough one. I'd have to say I'd have to say yes, just because of what you got back, given um, what you brought in via the transfer portal. That's the biggest thing to me. I think a lot of these transfer portal additions are going to, you know, have a chance to be something that puts this team over the top. Um, I think that they're, like I said, the depth is better than it was last year. When you look at the guys that came back that could have gone to the draft this past year. Uh, that's that's a consideration. And, you know, you're looking at a situation now where you could have a team that has 
12, 13, 14, maybe 15, 16 draft picks on it. Um, that's impressive. And I think that, that this, this, given that this feels like a bit of a last hurrah uh, for this iteration of um, you know, this three-year story that it's been, yeah, I think this, this will be his best team. Uh, beyond J.J. McCarthy, let's say rolls an ankle. I, I never want to forecast an injury for anybody, but who's the next man up at QB? And is he? It, will he be strong enough to still help Michigan win the Big Ten? Yeah, I think as far as next man up goes, I mean, it's going to be between Davis Warren and Jack Tuttle and Camp. I think that there might be a role somewhere for Alex Orgy as a as a gadget guy, but I don't think he's quite ready for a backup role uh, this year. Uh, the thing that's nice about Michigan is that when your offensive line is as good as it, as deep as it is, and you have the two backs that they that they do, you know, really no matter who's out there quarterback, you have a chance to control the line of scrimmage and dictate games. But I think when you talk about if JJ McCarthy were to get hurt while you're on this hunt for a national title, I don't know. I don't. I, the the drop off there is extremely high, or you know, it, it's it's not. They don't have a guy that I think can come in and do some of the things that he can do from an arm talent perspective, from an improvisational perspective. Uh, they could win some football games, and that's no disrespect to the guys on the roster right now, but um, you know, typically speaking, your backup quarterback is a guy that could be starting games free, you know, the next starting quarterback that you have, and I don't know that that guy's on that roster right now. Anthony Broom from the Wolverines.com joining us on the Roast Umber guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I did share one of the Wolverines.com Facebook posts and a quote from JJ. I want to be one of the best teams to ever play this game. We have the potential to do it. We have the talent to do it. We have the dedication, commitment, and hard work to do it. As I said to Chris, Anthony, and I know we talked a month or so ago, this isn't just about beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten championship game any longer. It's about getting a national championship trophy. Yeah, once you've done it a couple times, I think the question or the the expectation moves to how do you keep pushing this thing forward? How do you, you know, take that next step, win a bowl game, or in this case, a postseason game for that would be a college football playoff game. So for me, like, yeah, it has to be – it's crazy to say because they went – whatever it was, you know, 10 years without beating Ohio State and 20 years where the Buckeyes kind of dominated that rivalry. But, you know, you kind of have bigger fish to fry now. And that's that's no disrespect to Ohio State. Uh, that game is still important. Need to win that game. Though, as we saw last year, you don't necessarily need to win that game or win a Big Ten title to get to the college football playoff. But, um yeah, I mean, you can have your cake and eat it too. Um, you know, I think this year beating Ohio State and winning a Big Ten title is something that you're, they're expected to do, but that's not it's not going to be the celebration and the euphoria that, you know, that 2021 season was or even last year to a certain extent. You need to get back there to the college football playoff and kind of affirm that you are a, a school that can that belongs, that can stay at the top of the national picture for not just this year, but years to come. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Pretty much every single preseason 
prognostication or prognosticator uh, has Michigan in its top two. And you read the quotes from uh, J.J., also another uh, post I shared, uh, Roman Wilson, this is our year. Uh, these guys are ramped up. Uh, I think the schedule uh, fits everything. They can't control injuries, which could sidetrack their season like it could any top-shelf uh, D1 team. So the question is, is it now in a position, and when I say it, Michigan football, where they're just going to reload now? So if J.J. is gone a year from now to the NFL, with what they lose to graduation, probably Corman Edwards uh, off to the NFL, is the program in a place right now that it can be in that football factory mode uh, like Ohio State has done for over a decade, like Alabama, like Georgia, like Clemson and Oklahoma? Yeah, that's a good question. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're quite there yet from a – uh, recruiting and, and roster construction perspective. I mean, there are a lot of eggs in this year's basket. And, you know, lest we forget, last year's recruiting class wasn't ranked as high. And heading into next year, those are those are third-year guys. Those are the backbone of your roster. So uh, for a lot of those guys, it'll be put up or shut up. We'll see what happens with their development this year. Now, I like this 24 class that it looks like they'll be bringing in. You know, I think they have a chance to, you know, continue that into 2025, 2026, and I think they will. But, um, you know, in the here and now, if you lose a – and this is where the J.J. McCarthy thing becomes the most interesting, that if he, if he decides to stay, then, yeah, I think that your window, is, your window of contention remains open. But, you know, if it's everyone's last ride this year and, and you're – you're turning over that roster, and next year maybe, you know, I don't know that you're talking about 2024. Jaden Davis is their, their quarterback in that class right now. I don't know that he's a guy that will be quite ready to go out of the box. So all of a sudden you're talking about a new quarterback, maybe someone out of the transfer portal, depending on who that is, you know, um, kind of determines what the ceiling of your team is. So, I, you know, I could see a scenario where, you know, everyone, you know, most guys leave and then – you can find a way to win nine or ten games next year still. I, I don't think that's out of the question at all, but um, I think there's still probably another recruiting class or two away from having something left behind that I, I would feel comfortable saying, okay, they can sustain this moving forward. But also with how they've you know, augmented through the transfer portal, they can, they've, they've found a way to plug a lot of short-term needs too. So uh, I wouldn't rule that out. They're still figuring out the portal. They're, st- they're still figuring out NIL and as those things continue to, to morph for them, uh, I do think that they can and should stay near the top. Anthony Broom for the Wolverines.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line talking about Michigan. you got the Big Ten Football Media Days uh, next week. It's going to be an unbelievable push into that season and how it unfolds. You can follow everything Michigan football and all University of Michigan athletics 24-7 at thewolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate uh, the update, and we'll talk soon. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom uh, checking in as the huge show is live on this Wednesday at the 8th Annual Mission Field Wiffle Ball Tournament, which is in the backyard of the Augustans. On the west side of GR, for our listeners on 96.1, the game, our flagship station. Uh, it's a two-day event with 200 players, 40 teams. Uh, they raise goods for missions to Haiti and money and awareness for families in need in Haiti. It's all about a neighborhood uh, side of Grand Rapids coming together 
uh, for those in need. It's a beautiful thing. We'll talk to Mark Augustin uh, coming up later. His wife, uh, the extended family, all doing a great job. I met uh, Jake, who's connected to the family from Hex Armor, Grand Rapids-based company. They stepped up and donated. All good people. Just a... Just the perfect broadcast on a feel-good week uh, on and off air. It really is about having our statewide affiliates, statewide listeners, all good. And to hear things from Brad Tunney from our affiliate 100.9 FM in Midland, that today's crowd at the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person LPGA team event looks like it will be the biggest in tourney history. I love it. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He is back in downtown GR. I do want to give a shout-out to the sponsors for the 8th Annual Mission Field Wiffle Ball Tournament here at the Augustans on the west side of GR. Mercantile Bank, Bodman PLC, Blackford Capital, Charter Capital Partners, Fox Motor Group. I mentioned Hex Armor. Have Jerris and Associates, Raymond... Uh, Envent, Element 4, Belden Brick and Supply, Pinnacle Construction, Stairway Concepts, Rightway Plumbing, Parkway Auto Sales, Marshall and Associates, West Catholic High School in Grand Rapids, Andy J. Egan Company, Franklin Partners, uh, D.K. Weiss Holt and Associates, Visser Brothers Construction, Custom Profile, or Profile, JVL Wealth Strategies, uh, Chatham Financial, Clarity Family Offices, Service Express, Sign Comp, NAI West Michigan, Rhodes McKee, Best Lawyers in the State, Tommy Sachs, Bruce Cortez. They're awesome. Actually, top three lawyers of all time would be Ken Sanders, Bruce Cortez, and Tommy Sachs out of Burden Heights. Uh, West Michigan Dermatology and Crossroads Bible Church. All sponsors who stepped up to help families in need in Haiti through the 8th Annual Mission Field Wiffle Ball Tournament here at the Augustans on the west side of GR. Taking the show today, looking ahead to Big Ten Football Media Days, previewing Michigan and Michigan State football. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal and Jim Comperoni. Coming up on the only show willing to tell it like it is. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MercBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Have you ever played golf at Tullymore, St. Ives? Have you experienced a stay-and-play package in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids? Well, here's what you need to do if you want to take advantage of great deals right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com, and you'll see the link for packages, accommodations, dining, meetings, weddings, events, and so much more, and especially golf on the 18-hole layout at Tullymore and the 18-hole
Bowls at St. Ives. And they can accommodate any group, whether it's two people getting together or 200 looking for a weekend or an overnight celebration. That includes a little business, golf, great food, and beverages. Just go to TellymoreGolf.com. That's TellymoreGolf.com. They're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. Get more info at TellymoreGolf.com. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it. Did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt Blue Light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! It's a left-to-right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt Regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt Blue Light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt Blue Light. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Wednesday road shows on the west side of the state, the west side of Grand Rapids with our affiliate 96-1 The Game. We're at the 8th Annual Mission Field Wiffle Ball Tournament in the Augustine's Backyard. It's awesome. And the mission of Mission Field and this 8th Annual Wiffle Ball Tournament uh, to raise awareness, goods, and funds uh, for families in need in Haiti. Uh, we'll talk to Mark Augustin uh, coming up in about 20 minutes right now. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, opinion maker when it comes to Michigan State and the Big Ten. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well, Bill. How about yourself? Doing good. Uh, you remember playing wiffle ball when you were little? I played in a men's wiffle ball league even late in my 20s in Kalamazoo. So, I, I, yeah, no, I've... Uh... I've, I've, I've taken it very seriously at certain points in my life. Yeah, I, I was actually going to bring up to uh, the organizer of this backyard wiffle ball tournament to do like a media division next year and invite some you know media we work with uh, across the state. But then I also came up with a great idea to have people text in what team names should be for my team. So that we we kind of stopped that train in a hurry. <laughs> 
We we just stopped that like in a hurry. I mean that was that was bad. The thing we used to get when I was uh, working in Kalamazoo on the desk sometimes, the thing that really would get us, people would call in their bowling scores, right? And the team <laughs> names they would come up for those to try to get us to print were uh, things you can never repeat. No, uh, no, I agree. Time. I agree, man. All right, let's talk about Michigan State, the Big Ten uh, football media days uh, next week. Uh, what have been the storylines? Obviously, you know, new quarterback Thorne Coleman, uh, gone uh, a big year to show uh, the MSU fan base that you know Michigan State football that was just an aberration. Uh, how would you prioritize storylines going into Big Ten football media days for Mel Tucker and Spartan football? Yeah, well, I mean, I think anytime there's a new quarterback, that's a question. But I don't think there's any new information than what was there at, at the end of the spring. So I think the re- the real thing is kind of what is this team. And where is this program, and uh, to what degree have they developed talent and depth? And and um, you know, because I, I do think it's a team that is is there. It is, there are much unknowns about this group, for better or worse, than than just about any team I've ever covered. Um, and you know, if you told me they were quite a bit better than than projected, I, I could believe you. And likewise, if you know, things don't work out and they've got too many holes and it's a rough season, I'd, I'd absolutely believe that. And so I think trying to get a sense of what they know and how much they know, because sometimes coaches do know by this time of year whether they've got a real shot. And the key is really it's going to come down to a quarterback and offensive weapons, and at least on paper your top two are gone to Auburn and Florida State. The question is, where is Mel Tucker going to generate offense with what he has on campus right now? Yeah, and I, I think for this particular group, more than if if Thorne and, and Keon Coleman and guys, I, I think the offensive line is, is important. Like they've got to actually be good. They can't just be, you know, winning by having difference makers. They need those guys too. They need them to emerge, but they need a line that gives whoever the young quarterback is who's a first-year starter a chance. They need uh, – and, and they do need a receiver to emerge. I think they'll be fine at receiver. The question is, do they really have a difference maker? Uh, you know, that that we don't know. They've got a lot of interesting players at running back. There's just a lot of – there's a lot of options. And, and even on the offensive line, they've got a lot of experience. But how good is it? You know, just because, you know, it's the old Judd Heathcote line from the 80s, right? There's good news and there's bad news. The good news is we've got everybody back. The bad news is we've got everybody back. You know, like – you just don't know up front what, to what degree they've developed. It, they should be better than last year. They, they, they need them to be. But I, I think that is, that is the key to success. Because, you know, people got all over Peyton Thorne a year ago, and, and, and some of it was fair. But I don't know that any other quarterback, and I, I certainly don't think any quarterback in last, on last year's roster would have survived and done any better given the circumstances surrounding him. And they need better circumstances surrounding whether it's uh, you know, Noah Kim or, or Kaden Hauser. A year ago at this time, how much better was Michigan State football or worse? Well, we didn't we didn't know what we didn't know. <laughs> like and that's the problem with this time of year and a lot of like I mean we just didn't realize how debilitated they were up front. Um, and and then the other thing at this time of year, the thing that hadn't happened yet is there were some really key injuries to Xavier Henderson and Darius Snow that hadn't happened. And I think there would have been some, you know, the team would have been a little bit different 
Uh, the same with Jaden Reed early, and Peyton Thorne had an injury early. Like they, they were very quickly not the team in September that I think they were in August, and they, they didn't have the depth throughout the program to you know to withstand that. And that's that's really I think going to be the first sign for for Mel Tucker. Every season has injuries, and before you get, I mean, at some point you've got to have four star recruits in decent numbers as upperclassmen permeating your program if you want to get anything real done. But even before that, just the, the ability to withstand uh, injuries and have depth and to start to look like a program that, uh, you know, is, that's the first sign of a healthy program to me. It's not, hey, they, they got a guy like a Charles Rogers or a T.J. Duckett or a Plaxico Burris to go back here. It's, like, it's not a dude. It's not Kenneth Walker. It's yeah, having, okay, Xavier Henderson went down, but you know what? The young guy behind him and, and, and the other, you know, the other, they've got other leaders that can step up. They've got a safety behind him is okay. That, that's what I think, we, you know, we'll find out a little bit more about this program and where they are this year. Graham Couch, Lansing State Journal, Couch in the Room podcast, wherever you download podcasts, search for that. Uh, they'll have coverage of Michigan State and the Big Ten Football Media Days next week. Graham, hope you're enjoying your summer. Football's almost here. We'll talk soon. Look forward to it. Take care, Bill. All right, Graham Couch, check it in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber is a craft coffee uh, roasted in Grand Rapids, served up uh, at local retailers, and also roastumber.com uh, to your home or your business. It is day one with a different schedule for the LPGA stop this week at the Midland Country Club, the Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational two-person team event. Uh, still has a couple hours left on day one, which I'm hearing from our affiliate 100.9 FM in Midland. Biggest crowd ever uh, for day one. Superfly Hayes is back at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game, and their studios with a leaderboard update on the Dow GLBI. Thanks, Bill. Uh, Matilda Castron and Kelly Tan are currently leading the pack. They are minus six through the first round. Uh, Paula Rito and Amelia Lewis are minus five through the first round. Linnea Strom and Linnea Johansson are minus four through the first round. Uh, Celine Boutier and Yuka Sasso are minus four through 13. Sarah Schmelzel and Lindsay Weaver-Wright are minus three through the first round. Juliet Granada and Sophia Garcia are minus three. Jody Ewart, Shadoff, and Emma Talley are minus three through the first round. Caroline Inglis and Amanda Doherty are minus three through 17. Yu Liu and Ruxin Liu are minus three through 16. And Jennifer Chang and Karen Chung are minus three through 16. All right, thank you, Superfly, for the update. We'll have another one on round one from Midland and the LPGA leaderboard, DowGLBI.com. If you want tournament info, ticket info for Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, that's DowGLBI.com. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, it's Brett from the Michigan Sports Network for my friends on the DraftKings Casino app. So if you're a fan of the classic casino games like roulette, slots, and blackjack, well, look no further than the DraftKings Casino app because you can find those games and exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Plus, they've got a great deal going on for new customers who deposit at least $5 signing up with promo code HUGE. So if you do that, you'll get a match on your first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. 
And after that, you can start playing online on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's also safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Just download the DraftKings Casino app now and sign up with promo code HUGE, and you'll get a match on that first deposit of $5 or more, up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Huge here with a reminder that coming up on Thursday, starting at 2 p.m., you can stop out to the driving range at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. You can try and beat my huge drive. If you do, you could win some great prizes like golf with me, food afterwards, uh, golf for the entire year. The rest of 2023 on the range with a 2024 North Kent membership. Uh, food gift cards, North Kent swag, uh, 18 and 9 whole rounds will be given away. I will be on the patio Thursday, uh, beginning at 3, broadcasting live, but 2 until 7. You can stop by the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford and try and beat my huge drive. Five balls for five bucks, plus you'll get a beverage. Uh, that's a huge deal, and all the money raised will go to help the children of men and women injured and killed in combat and also the children of men and women who are first responders through the Folds of Honor program. So it begins at 2 p.m. on the driving range Thursday at the North Kent Golf Club in Rockford. You can take that five balls for five bucks swing for Folds of Honor until 7 p.m. And the North Kent crew is giving away a ton of prizes. So make sure you join the huge show at the North Kent Golf Club on Thursday. That all begins at 2 p.m. The live broadcast hits statewide at 3. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at rootschris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Mikey Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I mentioned I'm at the 8th annual Mission Field Wiffle Ball Tournament with the Augustans and the west side of Grand Rapids. Uh, it's amazing. 200 players, 40 teams. Uh, I'm looking at a couple hundred backpacks uh, that were donated uh, to go on missions to Haiti to help uh, those kids and families uh, in need. There's so many layers uh, to the messages uh, from this event, uh, the people who are part of it. I went through a couple times so far, and we'll do it one more time before we're done, uh, the list of the 2023 sponsors, everybody who showed up. The tournament uh, just wrapped up. They had the older uh, division, the younger division. I'm trying to push Mark for a senior uh, division. My old producer, Brett Muller, stopped by with his family from Pittsburgh, and he goes, hey, is there, there was a senior division next year. I'm signing up. And then I started then talking with your wife and thinking, like, you know, maybe next year, a, a week before the tournament, uh, maybe we do a not quite a full-fledged wish, wiffle ball tournament, but maybe we do a media home run derby here to bring awareness. Yeah, right? we may need to buy some liability insurance. Uh, well, we, you know, we try a wiffle ball tournament with the old guys. Yeah. You're like a hamstring. hamstrings. Yeah, ham, exactly. like, yep. we, we can call it Hammy Fest. Yeah, okay, can, we can, there'll be more pulled hamstrings well, than there are home be, runs. Yeah, it's not these kids here, and just the the setup you have here, uh, your entire extended family. Uh, the Grand Rapids West Catholic family, this neighborhood, it, it, anybody who walks in here, like Muller, my old producer, said, you feel like a kid again. Right? Oh, for sure. For sure. Every parent that walks over that hill has the same look as the kids do. they wildly excited about getting out there. And, and it takes 19 and a half hours to play our tournament. So you over wait, two days, right? over two days. And it takes that's consecutive games. It takes 19 and a half hours. We're, we have no breaks um, on either day and play, you know, nine, ten hours each day. So you're waiting a couple hours for a game in front of a couple hundred people and the kids walk out there. They are amped to play. How how did this all come together? Uh, Mission Field, which uh, the name fits with the missions uh, to Haiti, but eighth annual. So you've done it eight times. How did, yeah. uh, how did it start? There was a tournament, Hollow Park, a couple blocks away from here that started years ago, and their son uh, was older than ours, and he, he was playing through the neighborhood. Kids were going to it, and they were a little too young to play in that one. And so well, they would go watch it, come back here and play in our yard. And so I, the, John and Kara Doyle, good friends of ours that run that tournament, I walked down there and said, this is your deal. I'm not trying to steal it, but if, if you don't mind, we, we would do a younger division and you guys could do the older division. And they said, if you're dumb enough to do that, have at it. And so for a couple of years, they ran high school and we ran under high school and that's how it started. And then they, their Ian, their son got older, aged out, was in college playing baseball in college. And they just said, Hey, it's yours. You keep running with it. And so, um, we took it, and now we've been at it for eight years. Yeah, I love the uh, the little mini uh, field uh, mm-hmm. in your backyard. I mean, this isn't – we're not at a park. We're no, that's what makes it spe- your, cool, I think. Yeah, you know? it does. And you got you got your pool deck, which serves as kind of a press box, oh, a yeah. broadcasting yeah. area. You had your yeah. family, your father, Jim, a legendary NCAA Big Ten college football official. and yep. Just to, the minute you walk in, no matter if you don't know anybody, like I didn't know too right. many people, just the neighborhood feel. For sure. Which is really part of, of sure. what 
what, what built America into the modern right. era. Right. And, I, you know, what's been cool is a couple of boys are back that, you know, we have a ball of fame if you win the tournament. A ball of fame? Ball of fame. If you win the tournament, your name goes up on a ball of fame. And for and we've got now eight years with some of those kids are in their 20s um, that have won a tournament here. And so they come back, their name's on it, and they're pointing to it, all, telling all the kids, I want it, and I want it, you know. And so that's been that's been fun to see. A couple of the boys came back this year that are playing college ball and said, you know, Mr. Gustin, I've never played in a game that was louder and more intense than the wiffle ball championships here because you get two, three hundred people standing around screaming at you two feet from the field. Uh, that's that's intense. So your wife's name, I don't want to. Julie. Leave, uh, Julie uh, Augustin, just working hard with the entire extended family, neighborhood friends, people who all I'm looking at, you know, hundreds of, of backpacks, uh, the, the mission. Because mm-hmm. the field fits mm-hmm. what this is all mm-hmm. about, yep. that it's bigger than wiffle ball, bigger sure. than a neighborhood gathering. Let's talk about these missions to Haiti and uh, what's been going on over the eight years. Well, it, the, the, the name, Steve Griffin, a good buddy of mine, came up with the name of the field. He, he said we just, it, it was unnamed for a while. And he said, hey, how's that mission field going, Know what our, knowing what our heart was? And uh, I'm like, that's the name. That, I mean, right when he said it, I'm like, that's the name we we took on, you know, named the field after that, after it. And um, so I, in the first couple of years, we really didn't have a purpose behind the tournament. We just had it for fun and then said, all right, if we're getting all these people together, what good can we do from it? And so we reached out to some of these sponsors that I know through work and they're super generous folks. And uh, and then we reached out to some of our contacts in Haiti and said, all right, what, what do you need? And we started collecting through the first three or four years, we collected um, used baseball gear. And so the kids would come bring their you know, last year's gear, cleats, uniforms, whatever, and dump it in. And we shipped a couple of containers full of over the you know each year of baseball equipment down to Haiti for their little leagues to play with. And then with COVID, that had to kind of stop for a while. And so this year was the first year we brought something back that the kids could get involved in. And, and one of the organizations we work with, Papillion Marketplace down there, employs a couple hundred moms. And uh, they all have kids that go to school. And a backpack is a big deal for those parents to buy. And so talking to uh, the founder of that, she said, if you guys could get a couple hundred backpacks, that would change some of these kids, you know, whole school year. So we got a couple hundred backpacks donated. We asked the kids. We don't ask anything of them to come to the tournament. We just said bring. You don't charge anybody. No, we never. We've never charged anybody anything. And, you know, our sponsors, 100% of what they've donated, we send down to Haiti we, with either, we've either been to Godzilla's Angels Orphanage, which is where our son was from, or um, we've worked with Bethany Christian Services down there. They do some um, micro-business launches down there. And then this Papillion Marketplace is the third one we've worked with down there. So one of those three we'll work with in the coming years and to... Uh, continue to do what we're doing down there and you mentioned your son uh from haiti mm-hmm. so there's that, that full circle here yep. from you know i'm setting up getting ready to do the statewide show and i'm seeing maybe 10 11 year old dropping off a backpack like yep. i said the messages yep. and the layer of them through a wiffle ball tournament win or lose yeah oh yeah i know everybody wants to they win the bracket win. the yeah. old yeah. guys and the young guys yeah. uh but there are there there's so many life lessons for sure for every kid and adult uh, who's a part of this and also who yep. attends. Yeah. And I, we've enjoyed having like, you know, the third graders all the way to the 12th grade. You, they root for each other. There's brothers and sisters. The championship game had brothers playing against each other in the older division. So just to see them, you know, they're hugging each other after the game, but they're working hard, you know, during the game to win it, like you said. 
Mark Augustine, uh, I, I may have said your uh, name nine different ways, but you know how it works with a huge show. Uh, him and his wife uh, and the neighborhood, uh, the friends, I assume, are the missions through Crossroads Bible Church. Yep. Yeah, that's where we yeah. attend, Crossroads. Yeah. Yeah. A wonderful yep. church yep. and good people. So, yeah, like I said, just the spirit. Yeah. Spirit of this tournament carries yeah, on from here sure. uh, yeah. to Haiti. Yeah. Uh, I could feel it coming in yeah. and I could see it. Yeah. And the kids are very respectful. And yeah, great kids. Just, uh, you know, they, they want to win their buddies. Mark, yeah. uh, uh, second time I was at that one wiffle ball yeah, tournament we down Hollow the field. Park, yeah. Yeah, home, I remember uh, Hollow Park. Uh, yeah. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it's yeah. good to be back here. You can count on our support of the event yeah, and, yeah. and keep helping those families in Haiti. No, it's been our, our pleasure. All right, Mark Augustine and his wife uh, putting together uh, this tournament. What a day it was. Two days is complete. Champions uh, are in, and thanks to all who took part. I'll drop the names of the sponsors coming up here within the hour before we are done. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. If you miss anything, just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show and catch up on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge.